We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome into the Ravens Vault. I'm Bobby Trossett, and as I currently tape this episode, my co-host and partner, Sarah Ellison, and her family are enjoying an awesome getaway throughout Europe. I believe as I specifically tape this at this current moment, they're in the car on their way from Spain to Portugal. So shout out to the Ellisons, safe travels, continue to enjoy Uh, every part of your trip. And I do want to mention, too, that Sarah has chosen, being that this is week two of our podcast launch, to continue being involved in our morning Ravens Vault episodes, meaning our Monday through Friday 15-minute quick hitter episodes. She is on vacation still providing you content. So I really just want to share my appreciation for her willingness to do so because she didn't have to do that. And it's been great having her this week. No question. Now, what I have coming up is one of our more traditional, long-form style episodes here in the vault. And I think most Ravens fans will appreciate our guest. Ingraven Vids is a Baltimore Ravens YouTuber who has over 50,000 subscriptions to his channel. He is a great dude. He resides in South Florida. He recently actually met Lamar Jackson at the kids' camp that Lamar put on. He took his son Carter out there. Carter was able to meet Lamar. And so we talked about a number of things in this episode, including how he got his start as a social media influencer. What about the Baltimore Ravens as a franchise intrigued him? We also got into the whole Adam Dudeau conversation, right? And the fact that he is present for a second consecutive summer at Ravens training camp. That's Lamar's throwing mechanics guru that he's been working with the last couple of years and what that might mean for the organization. Perhaps could that be revealing to how things are going behind closed doors when it comes to the ongoing contract negotiations? I thought that was an interesting part of our conversation. And then the whole Odell Beckham Jr. topic, right? And his potential fit in Baltimore. Do we actually believe he would be a good fit? And would he actually legitimately consider coming to Baltimore. I definitely have some opinions when it comes to that topic. Plus, Marquise Hollywood Brown, former Ravens wide receiver, has found himself in a little bit of trouble with the law out in Arizona. We'll cover that thoroughly and plenty more coming up in this edition of The Vault. So without further ado, Engraven Vids makes his debut on the Ravens Vault. Let's get it going. 
All right, man. I can't imagine there are many out there, but for our vault listeners on here who aren't familiar with you and your work, catch them up to speed on just what inspired you to become really a, a social media influencer when it comes to all things Baltimore Ravens. Oh, man. And I, I appreciate you having me on. Too bad we, we couldn't get uh, Sarah overseas on too, but we, we'll have to run it back another time. Man. I, I know she's out there enjoying herself. I'm engraving vids, do a little bit of Ravens content here and there. Um, been doing it for a little while. What really just made me want to do it? I just like talking. Like anybody anybody that, that watches my channel, they know that I, I could talk Ravens all day, every day. Um, and it went from something that it, it used to be a hobby and it turned into, turned into a career. And, and I'm just uh, really, really grateful for uh, people that have supported along the way um, because they've helped a lot just with the growth process. Um, I still got a, a lot of things that I, I need to and I can improve on. Got a lot of stuff that I'm, I'm trying to work on getting better at. But it's, it's been a journey for sure. Uh, but I just love talking Ravens and just really football in general uh, because it's fun. Uh, one of my favorite aspects about it uh, is questions from subscribers because I've had so many questions over the years from so many different people where they uh, they show me a different side uh, of football. They show me a different side of the game, of the team, of anything that may be going on that I didn't see. And that's probably one of my favorite things with the channel is just getting input from a lot of different people on how they view things. Because I may view something a certain way, but then somebody will approach me like, hey, well, I actually look at it like this and I appreciate that. So that's uh, it's just it's just been a lot of fun. Uh, of course, it's, it's team keep it clean, and that's one of the uh, that's probably the biggest thing on the channel is just providing people with uh, football talk, uh, but football talk that has respect. We're not on there to down anybody, to disrespect any players, any people, anything like that. Uh, and we just have healthy conversations on there and just make it a lot of fun. So I appreciate it. Absolutely, as I mentioned at the top too, all of these. Links for how to find Engraven is will be in the description of, of this podcast. And of course, up on YouTube, you can find them at Engraven Vid. So let's dive right in without further ado, because the unique perspective that you have as a South Floridian put you in pretty good standing a few weeks back leading into training camp when Lamar had his annual kids camp down there and you I understand it based on what I've seen on social media you not only attended his event but actually had a chance to get to know Lamar a little bit in some one-on-ones uh can you share what that experience was like and and just what Lamar is like one-on-one with the kids oh man it was great uh Lamar was all, all the stuff you hear about him being like nice and respectful and cool and all that stuff you hear on social media it, it's all true Lamar Jackson was, he was very nice, very humble. Um, he gave those kids, uh, he gives those kids a lot of hope um, because he can relate to them. They can relate to him. Just him being there, then them being able to talk to Lamar Jackson, somebody that they see every single day on the screen playing football, them being able to actually see him in person and interact with him in person, that's, cra- it's, that's crazy. Um, people don't get that experience, and, and he's he's a superstar to a lot of people. He was very very humble, uh, was very very kind, uh, and he um, it was just an amazing experience. Uh, one of my favorite parts about that day, that event, 
uh, was the the one-on-ones. Somebody lined up at corner, somebody lined up at receiver, and Lamar Jackson was playing quarterback. Like, those kids that, that participated in that, they're going to remember that forever. And that's whether they keep playing football or not. But just something something small, a small gesture like that, uh, it can go such a long way for them um, because they're going to always remember that day where they threw the football with Lamar Jackson. Uh, and that's going to stick with them forever. And as parents, it, it, it sticks with us too um, because it, it, made, it made our kids' days. Uh, like with me, when, when Carter got to meet Lamar, first when he started, when he was in the area that we were in, he didn't even really believe it was him. He was like, oh, no, that's that's not Lamar Jackson. That's not really him. I said, Carter, yeah, that, that is him. He was like, no, that's not Lamar. And I really think that um, he just, he, because he was sort of starstruck. I think he just didn't want to believe it. He didn't want to get his hopes up. Uh, but then when we met him, like, it, he he thanked uh, both Carter and I for being out there. And he was super, super nice. But um, we talked for a little tiny bit. But then uh, once we left, like, my son's day, it was made. Like, he was so happy. He was hyped. He was excited. He, he was just all of that because he just he, he got to meet Lamar Jackson. Uh, so then when we went to the training camp, like, he was definitely, like, really scoping out for where's Lamar Jackson at, where is he at, is he going to be there and whatnot. So it, it made him uh, a big fan of it. For Lamar, it doesn't seem like there's too small of a moment out there, right? Like, this is fresh in my mind coming off the open practice where he was literally just, like, an icon and going from – Honestly, he's a superstar, superstar is what I tweeted out. And I think that just fits it. You, know, you mentioned something Ing, that it's got me thinking. He's talked about this before over the years. A lot of folks, a lot of kids where he grew up down there in South Florida don't have a chance to make it out the way that he's been fortunate enough to have done. Tyler Huntley, being that they grew up in this in a very similar area down by you, has shared similar sentiments. Do you get that sense that Lamar not only remembers that and acknowledges that about the way that he has grown up and the way that he was raised, but that's that's become a huge part of why he's decided to, yeah, sure, he gives back to Baltimore, absolutely, and he's a part of the community, and I'm sure he'll continue to be in, in different capacities once this contract is signed, monetarily speaking. But do you get the sense that that r- remains and will always be a priority to him to to make sure he doesn't forget about where he came from? Oh, for sure. For sure, without a doubt. I mean, you see, he could say one thing about it, but uh, a, a lot of times actions speak louder than words, and you see his actions. Um, he, he stays committed to his kids' days, and, and one of my favorite parts about his kids' days, even though <laughs> even though a lot of people, they, they don't listen, me, myself included, a little bit too. He says, he said it last year, he said it this year, he says it every year. No cameras, no cameras. No, this is not about taking pictures or signing autographs. No, no I'm I'm trying to interact with the kids. I want to make sure I interact with the kids, um, and he stays true to that uh, because he once was a kid himself, and I'm about ninety nine percent sure um, that's one of the biggest reasons why he started it because there was a time where he actually um, he wanted to interact with one of his favorite players growing up. But they ain't really giving the time of day, so that kind of just like they kind of like scarred him a little bit. But he he took that and, and turned it into this kids' day just to just to make their uh, just to make their days and really not even make their lives, but just have a nice positive impact uh, on their lives. So him giving back and yeah, I I don't see him ever forgetting uh, where he came from. 
because that's just that's that's part of who he is. Uh, and he him being able to relate to all the kids who are from South Florida, from Pompano specifically, it, it just helps them. It gives them a reminder like, hey, OK, I, I can do this, too. Um, there's a quarterback out there that looks like me. There's a quarterback out there that talks like me. Um, there's a quarterback out there uh, who he's different from the, the traditional type of quarterbacks. But he's out here making it. He's out here doing his thing. He's out here having a lot of success. So the the example that Lamar Jackson has set um, for obviously not only kids here in, in South Florida, but just a lot of kids all over the world uh, is is big. I gotta wonder if Lamar's star power in South Florida is just on a whole new level compared to Baltimore. And we both know that in Baltimore, it's pretty damn special, right? Like there are a lot of eight jerseys floating around all at all times. And as a res, I'm speaking to a resident, a South Florida resident. I feel like you're the guy to ask. Yeah, it, it, it definitely is. Um, but I think with Lamar, it's um, because people love Lamar down here. But with Lamar, he's like, I think down here, he's more so treated as, as just one of the guys. Um, obviously, he does have that, that that super stardom that comes along with him. But I think since he's from down here, a lot of people are so used to seeing him, and they just, they just happy for him. They super happy for him. They 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 super proud of him. Uh, and just just watching how people have been when he's been like the kids, of course, they they go crazy and whatnot, and, and a lot of adults do too. But since he's from here, he's somebody. It's like, oh, hey, there goes Lamar. There goes L. Jack. All right, and, and it's cool seeing him and whatnot. Uh, but I think uh, since he's from here, it's it's just different. It's different when he's here because here he is his home uh, up in Baltimore. That that's also kind of his home, but he is like his home home where he's from. Um, but up in Baltimore, uh, it's just since he's not from there, uh, I think that that's where that that real superstardom kicks in. Since he's a quarterback of the football team there and whatnot, and that's some, just people go super 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 crazy for him. And it's nice. It, it, it's, it's nice to see. Uh, and, but one of my favorite things is that throughout all of that, throughout all the superstardom and whatnot, he still continues to remain humble. You never hear him on anything cocky. Or you don't hear any air against anything like that. And he got so many reasons why he could be. But I, I'm glad that he continues to, to choose to remain humble because that's real important and that really speaks – uh, to not only his character, but the character of the people that are around him, too. He's about as unique as it gets for today's professional athlete. And speaking of unique, having your own throwing mechanics guru actually be invited out to your professional team's training camp is pretty unique. And, and I got to wonder what your take is here. Of course, I'm talking about Adam Dudeau. He has been invited to Ravens training camp for a second consecutive summer now, uh, reportedly. And uh, actually, Greg Roman did, did confirm that. We were very familiar and very comfortable with Adam. We spent a lot of time talking to him, pretty much explaining what we were wanting to get done and him giving us feedback on what he likes to do and kind of really getting a feel. After talking to him initially, I was like, man, this guy's this guy's really sharp. He's really good. Lamar works with him in the offseason some, and then he'll come here and work with him too. So we feel very fortunate. That, you know, any, anything we can do to help our cause, right? And I think Adam is a real strength for us. I love talking football with him. Uh, you know, later after meetings tonight, we'll sit down and talk quarterback play and technique and fundamentals and various quarterbacks in the league and whatnot. So he's, uh, he's a real joy to have around. Yeah, you know, it certainly seems, based on what Greg Roman said earlier this week, that 
they've welcomed him with open arms. They respect his football acumen. They enjoy having him around. But, man, this is pretty unusual in today's NFL. Yeah, it is. I do like it, though, because with them welcoming him uh, to training camp, uh, it also allows Lamar Jackson to it, – it allows all all three of them, and, of course, there's more people involved, though, but it allows Greg Roman – Adam, the Doe, uh, and also James Urban it allows them to work together collectively. Of course, they're going to work with Lamar Jackson individually too, but it allows them to come together and just really try to get the most out of him. Um, I'm sure Adam, the Doe, could take some tips from Roman. Roman could take some tips from him. James Urban could take some tips from both, and they could all share different things and tactics with each other to where they can help get the most out of Lamar Jackson and really just help get the most uh, out of this Ravens offense as a whole, because that's definitely been the talk of this offseason, uh, the talk of Lamar Jackson being in his fifth year, um, and the talk of really just the Ravens moving forward. Um, how is this offense going to be? Uh, are they really going to maximize Lamar Jackson's potential? Are they going to maximize the, uh, the, the skill position's potential? Uh, so a lot of it is yet to be seen. Perhaps this is somewhat revealing of what's going on behind the scenes and the ongoing contract negotiations. But I'd have to think, and if things weren't going well, that maybe the Ravens wouldn't be as receptive to bringing in a guy like Adam into the fold. It kind of tells the story almost that, yeah, things are going well. Things are productive and it's professional and both sides are respecting one another. Those are the reports that we've heard. There hasn't been many. But those are the reports that we have heard. And I think that backs that I think that backs those up with the fact that Adam is involved. Yeah, that that that's a good point. And see, this is what I was talking about. That's why I like having football conversations because somebody will bring out something that I wasn't even thinking about. But yeah, that that does make sense because Ravens could be like, hey, <laughs> we're trying to get this guy signed. We don't want to do anything that's gonna step on his toes. So we are not going to deny. Um, his personal QB coach. We're not going to deny him access to our facility. We're not going to kick him out. No, no, no. He's coming too. All right, Lamar, you want him to come to? Oh, yeah, yeah. Bring him on. Who else you want to come to? Um, so, yeah, I, that, that's a that's a really good point. Did I just make your next video for you? Are we going to be seeing this on Engraving Vids official? <laughs> we'll see you, man. Speaking of the channel, though, one of your most recent videos sort of did a deep dive into the NFL Network report regarding Odell Beckham Jr. and his potential fit in Baltimore. That's also something Sarah and I discussed here in the archives. If you haven't checked it out yet, go do so. But do you believe that OBJ would be a good fit in Baltimore, one? And two, do you think that he would even be remotely interested in joining with Lamar? Yes, to both. I feel like with uh, the Ravens um, that he would be a good fit because I, I think that he he because he's not going to be available till later on in the year. Um, but I, I feel like he would be able to just help them, uh, just give them a nice, nice boost. Because, of course, um, Ravens receivers, they got a lot to prove this year. Um, and there's a lot of people on both sides of the fence. Uh, some people like, hey. These Ravens receivers, they're enough. Let's roll with what we have. Let's see what these guys got. And that's that. And that's cool. Uh, then there's other people on the other side of the fence like, hey, we want a proven guy. 
uh, not an old veteran, but a proven veteran, somebody who we know is like that. That's the side of the fence that I'm on. Um, and and just to to give them a boost right here, right now, to just really give them somebody proven because it's Lamar's fifth year. Um, there's a lot of unknown at the receiver position. Not to say that they can't do it. It's just a lot of unknown. But for me, I, I would I would rather go into the season with more certainty. Um, but signing somebody like Odell Beckham Jr., uh, that would be a little bit uh, of the best of both worlds because since he won't be available, um, you'll really get to see uh, the guys that you have right now. You get to see what they're really made of. And then later on later on in the season, uh, when Odell does become available, then he can give them that, that nice boost. And uh, certainly um, we expect – it's not a guarantee, but if healthy, the expectation is that the Ravens would make the playoffs. Um, so if you make the playoffs and then you get, uh, somebody who's performed well in the playoffs, obviously recently too, with the, the Rams and, and Odell Beckham Jr. And you add them to the mix, uh, then that can make them that much stronger. Now with Odell Beckham Jr., would he be interested in actually playing for the Baltimore Ravens? I, I think that he would. I think that he would, uh, specifically because He's seen multiple angles of these Baltimore Ravens, and he's seen them on three different teams. But I think the one that sticks out the most to me is he's seen them from his time on the Cleveland Browns. He knows what the Ravens are about. He knows what Lamar Jackson is about in that Ravens offense. And, and he knows he's got to see it up close and personal. No, it's, it's definitely not a conventional, traditional type offense and whatnot. But he knows that they uh, – they can get the job done. And if you add playmakers to this offense, then it can just make it that much better. And then with him, with the Rams, I think the game with the Rams, uh, if he was to join the Ravens, I think that game from last year, uh, the Ravens and Rams would have provided him with just a deeper respect uh, for the Baltimore Ravens as a franchise, because um, as everybody knew, the Ravens were depleted. They lost this, that, and a third. And we all know the saying, next man up. Like Ravens, they they pretty much ran out of next man up because uh, they were just so decimated by injuries last year. But the fact that the Ravens, like they went toe-to-toe with so many backups and they went toe-to-toe with the Super Bowl champions. They were in there to, in, to the very end and they were almost a, a fourth down stop away. And then I know it would have took a little bit more than just stopping them on fourth down. But they it was so close. That game was just but the fact that the Ravens, they they hung in there. They did lose, but the fact that they hung in there uh with the Super Bowl champions and a team that just had so much firepower, well, it says a lot about the Baltimore Ravens. And I'm sure that spoke uh spoke just volumes to Odell Beckham Jr. Um, and that would be something that he would keep in the back of his mind. Uh, so I think that he would join the Ravens if the uh, the the money was right. And, and see, that can be very tricky uh, because, I mean, we, we see how tricky the money situation was for rookie David Ajabo. Thank goodness he's, he's finally signed now, so that's over with. But for Odell Beckham Jr., another player that's currently injured, the money could be – it could be really tricky. Like how much do you really give him since you're not going to really have him for the whole year – when do you give him the money? Like, it's, it's, it's really tricky. So we'll see what happens. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'd be shocked to see OBJ land in Baltimore strictly because of his personality. I just do not see him in a city like Baltimore. He is so Hollywood. He's so Showtime, right? Lights on. I just can't see it happening in in this market in Baltimore. But hey, what's what's a bigger priority to you at this point in your career, Odell? Right? Is it winning Super Bowls? He's not getting any younger, or is it lifestyle? And honestly with one already under his belt last year? I don't know the answer to that. I think it honestly might be lifestyle. Do you see that side? Mm, see, again, another reminder why I like having these conversations. They bring it another side I wasn't thinking about. Uh, but yeah, uh, that that could be a big part of it too. Um, it reminds me of uh, Bobby Wagner. Uh, Ravens, they, they offered more money uh, than the Rams did for Bobby Wagner. Um, but he's like, no, I'm going home. Um, so location plays such a big part, uh, in free agency. Uh, so with Odell Beckham Jr. Well, but he did, he did go to Cleveland though. He went to Cleveland and Cleveland is not, I mean, it is a big city, but it's not like flashy, anything like that. Um, so I, I still think there would be a chance, uh, for Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, to the Ravens. He did go to Cleveland, but how did that how does he look back on that experience? Oh my goodness, what a what a drama filled tenure there in Cleveland. I mean, think about how it ended too with the whole Instagram video o- Odell Beckham Senior getting involved and trashing Baker Mayfield. I'm just that that stuff just doesn't fly. And, and I was going to say in Baltimore, but anywhere. I mean, come on, what what are we doing here? But nonetheless, he remains unsigned as we currently tape this podcast. And to your point earlier on, Ing, he's probably not going to be available till mid-fall anyway. Let's stick with the wide receiver position, though, because whether it's OBJ or not, I think there's a pretty good shot before week one that Eric DaCosta brings in another veteran wide receiver. And I, I shouldn't say another because there isn't one on this roster right now. It's a very young, inexperienced, and unproven group. Do you think, and I thought Kadri, before I ask you this question, I thought Kadri, Kadri Ismail made a good point on our last podcast episode. And, and he basically said, 
he feels that Eric will watch preseason unfold. He'll watch his young guys specifically after we know Bateman is obviously the number one guy undisputed, but he's going to watch Duvernay, assuming that he's healthy coming off that thigh bruise, Tylen Wallace and James Prochet get a bunch of reps and almost evaluate them and then make a decision whether or not he needs more firepower. My, I think the answer to that question is yes. And I think they're going to add somebody before week one. Where do you stand on this concept? You know, what's crazy. I, I have been um, very adamant and, and certain that they are going to add a veteran wide receiver. Still waiting <laughs> because they, they, they haven't. They've just added a lot of undrafted free agent guys um, just like about a week and a half ago. They signed the second year receiver, uh, Bailey Gaither. Um, so they, they really haven't done it yet. But I, I think the expectation is still there that they will add a, uh, a veteran wide receiver um, at some point, uh, whether it's through cap cuts, because um, that's a, a likely avenue. Or maybe somebody who's still sitting out there as a free agent. I, I would just be really shocked if they went in with what they have now. But at the same time, it, it, it would be uh, those guys getting to, really getting to prove themselves. Um, and I'm sure they are just hoping for that opportunity. I'm sure, like all the receivers that are there now, they're like, no, don't don't add a veteran wide receiver. We got it. Um so we'll we'll see, man. It's uh it's a really really tricky situation. I I think that they should. I think that they um, mm. I, yeah. I I still think that they will. Uh, time is ticking though. The the clock is ticking. It's already August. Uh, September will be here before you know it. Because especially with how fast July flew by. Um, but yeah, I I think that they will. I think they will for sure. Just to have somebody there that. Could just compete for some snaps and just really make the other guys better too. Make the other guys compete that much more too, um, because the competition right now uh, is just amongst first, uh, third year players uh, who really haven't gotten much playing time uh, over the years. Well, minus Devin Duvernay, but guys who really haven't been getting much opportunity over the years. I should phrase it like that. So I think if if you bring in somebody that just heats up the competition and, and it makes everybody that much better. Uh, so I think they will bring in somebody. Who that somebody is, oof, that's that's a tough one right there. Uh, but I think that they will. So you mentioned at the top, Bailey Gaither. I believe he is now a TikTok sensation after what he did to Kyle Hamilton during that open practice. Was that something, man? I mean, if if you're not familiar with, with what I'm referencing and you're out there listening, just go type in Kyle Hamilton to Twitter search or Google. I'm sure it'll come right up. He got burnt. Pretty good by Bailey Gaither. And for whatever reason, a press coverage type of one-on-one matchup, which he will not be in very often, if ever, as a safety for the Ravens. But he got dragged pretty good. I know he kind of got on Twitter and leaned into this jokingly and playfully But, oh, I guess a welcome to the NFL moment. The cameras are always on, Kyle. (laughs) How about a sleeper pick at the wide receiver position to make the 53-man roster because it's coming up on that time, right? There's 90 guys right now that are fighting for 53 spots, and we know that there's not 53 spots available because there's a ton of locks. So it's really only a select few amount of spots, but anybody jumped out at you so far? There's that saying that um, 
if you end a relationship with somebody, whether a work relationship, personal relationship, um, that you shouldn't burn your bridges. And I hope that the Ravens, uh, if they're going to select any of these undrafted rookie free agents at the receiver position, hopefully it's him, Mr. Shamar Bridges. They don't burn the bridge with him um, because he has looked really smooth. Uh, he's got good size. Uh, he's got that 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 outside receiver size that, that I would be looking for uh, for the Ravens if they uh, end up keeping somebody. Because um, I, I know there's been a lot of talk about uh, Slade Bolden, um, but I feel like the Ravens, they, they have enough slot receivers. Uh, they need more outside guys. Uh, and Shamar Bridges, I think he could be just that, uh, especially given the opportunity. I, I like his concentration. Um, especially with catches near the sideline, um, and especially for him being so tall, like six four, six five, and still be able to maneuver his body and and just have that concentration uh, along the sideline. He has a decent amount of speed, um, big catch radius, so he would be a big target uh, for Lamar Jackson. Um, so I, I think it would be Shamar Bridges. He would he would have my vote right now. All right, let's shift gears here. Ironically, we're still talking wide receivers, but not in Baltimore. A former Ravens wide receiver found himself in a little bit of trouble this week in Hollywood Brown. Marquise Hollywood Brown was arrested for criminal speeding at 7 a.m. in Arizona. Now, I have no idea what he was doing at 7 a.m. You've seen some folks joking around online that he was racing to training camp. But I'm going to take this a little bit more seriously because he was clocked at 120 miles an hour near a school zone. While I don't think this boneheaded mistake is worthy of, you know, ripping him and saying things like it's in the family's blood, he's Antonio's first cousin, you name it. I don't think he deserves that because his track record says otherwise. But I do think that it needs to be said. What are you doing? Why, why risk it all when you have it all? And you know, a lot of folks have been comparing this to the Henry Rugg situation. I want to make it abundantly clear that Hollywood had not been drinking. He was not intoxicated. Alcohol had zero part in this. But I just don't understand, you know, what kind of bubble can some of these professional athletes be living in that is so far outside reality that they can make a mistake like this? I'm not one to drive high speed, so maybe that's just, I don't know, to get off my lawn in me a little bit, but I don't know, man. What do you think? I, I think you mentioned it yourself, um, the bubble. Uh, when, when you're an athlete, um, you, you don't grow up a quote-unquote normal life. A lot of people are athletes during like elementary school, middle school, and high school, uh, but a lot of times the cutoff can be there. Uh, but then there's some people that still are athletes throughout college, um, but then – if they don't make it to the league, then the cutoff is there. Uh, but for the ones who are in that 1%, that are the best of the best in college, and then they uh, make it to the NFL, um, they just have a, a different type of lifestyle. They, they don't grow up normal lives. Uh, so they're handed a lot of money, uh, which they earn throughout their, their lifetimes. Um, they're handed a lot of money so young. So when, when you're given so much money, you're so young, and you may have like limited experience again, since you you grow up a lot differently than a quote unquote normal person. You, sometimes you're gonna make these mistakes because a lot of us, I, I know for me, I've gotten a, a lot of speeding tickets uh, 
in when I was a lot younger. Um, so I, I got a lot of speeding tickets, and it's like the cop tells you, hey, you, you got to slow down out there. It's like, oh, okay, all right, I'll do it. Then you end up getting another speeding ticket. Hey, you got to slow down. I might be, like, late to work or something like that. Hey, you got to slow down. All right, I, I, I'll slow down. Then you end up getting another one. And it can be one of those lessons that it can take multiple times uh, to learn. Um, and that's what I just, I, I think it was with with Hollywood. Uh, I First and foremost, I'm just glad that nobody got hurt um, because it, it could have been a much worse situation. Uh, so I, I'm glad that just nobody got hurt because we hear these stories um, every day, uh, not just with NFL players, but we hear stories every day, uh, car accident here, there, uh, somebody was hurt, somebody even possibly killed. Um, so I'm glad that that was not part of the equation. And, and like you mentioned too, I'm glad that alcohol uh, was also not part of the equation. Cause that that would have been a, a really an even a really bad look, but I just think it's it's a young guy, um, a lot of money, choice in a nice car, and just just speeding. And when you're young, a lot of times, and, and I, cause I remember myself, I remember when I was younger, I, and, and thinking about us, it, like man, I just used to do stupid stuff. And cause I remember before, like I'd be riding with my friends in the car, and I'm driving. And I, what I would do, I would be speeding. I would mash, mash the gas, and I would drive, and I would try to, like, scare them a little bit. Sometimes I would end up scaring myself in the process. But I would speed so much where I would pull up to, like, the, the back of whatever car is in front of me and act like I was going to hit it, then turn and get in another lane at the last second. Don't know why I used to do that, but, again, was young. When you're young, you, you, you do some stuff that you shouldn't be doing, and a lot of times you can feel almost invincible. Like oh no I I got it no I'm I'm good no I'm I'm gonna be straight uh, I I know what I'm doing so I think I mean I don't know what the situation was I don't know where Hollywood was on his way to or on his way from but that could have played a role like hey I'm young I got this hey I may have done this before I'm good um but just got to be careful so hopefully for him uh, it ends up just being a lesson learned and, and and nothing like this ends up happening again. I think we've covered this enough. That is uh, what's going on with Marquise Hollywood Brown right now out in Arizona. Before we jump, let's finish here. And if you were a betting man, as we tape this, it's August 4th of 2022. Lamar has yet to sign his long-term contract extension to remain in Baltimore. If you were a betting man, is he locked and loaded? Is he pen to paper before week one, which is September 11th? Yeah, I think it would happen like right before week one. Um, I think they were just uh, ironing out some last minute stuff, uh, but I think it happens like right before week one. You heard it here first. Appreciate you dropping by the vault, my man. Let us know what you have coming up and plug anything you'd like. Yeah, I appreciate it. The YouTube channel is Engraving Vids. Uh, it's videos literally every single day um, on or off season. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's the middle of October or the middle of May. Uh, the videos every single day. Uh, we talk Ravens pretty much every single day. Uh, we dive into some other teams as well. Uh, with the season coming up, I mean, pretty much here now, um, things are going to be picking up a lot. Uh, but So you can check it out. Uh, and again, it's, it's Team Keep It Clean, so it's family-friendly channel. Uh, we just like to have fun on there. Everybody's welcome. Whether you're a Ravens fan or not, come through. We also, uh, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. 
uh, everything is in Graven Field. So again, uh, shout out to you all. Uh, shout out to the Ravens Vault uh, for having me on. It was fun to step into the vault and unlock it. And hopefully this year that, that Ravens Vault can get unlocked too. So hope you enjoyed that conversation with Engraven Vids. You can find them on YouTube and consider subscribing at Engraven Vids. Also on Twitter as well at the same handle. And you know what I love about him is that he's just so chill, right? He brings a unique and different perspective. He's a South Florida resident. So I thought his stuff on Lamar and, and the impact that he's made down there was pretty cool. And, and more than anything else, honestly, I just really admire what he's been able to build within the digital space as someone who recently left Baltimore sports radio after three years and kind of, you know, took a chance and, and dove headfirst into content creation. I think he's somebody that has set the standard, right? And, and, and really has set the bar high for us content creators, both in Baltimore and beyond. So uh, shout out and salute to Engraven Vids. That's definitely not the last time you'll be hearing from him here on the podcast. And as always, thank you so much for all the support here. We are two weeks into this podcast existence, and I think I speak for Sarah, uh, both of us, really, when I say it has really been entertaining, it's been rewarding, it's been just plain fun bringing you Ravens content on a daily basis. It's great to hear from you on Twitter the tweets, the direct messages, you name it. Keep them coming. And if you've been enjoying our content, we would love for you to consider subscribing, leaving a five-star rating, and sharing with a friend or a Ravens group message or a Facebook group you're a part of. We're really just continuing to try to get the word out here as we get ready for our first football season as a podcast duo. So for my partner, Sarah, and our great guest, Engraven Vids, I'm Bobby Trossett signing off from this episode of the Ravens Vault. <laughs>